Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories. Stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts. Ditch the clowns on the left and the jokers on the right and join Michael Smirconish right here in the middle. This is the Smirconish Podcast for Independent Minds. I anticipate big voting today at Smirconish.com on the following question. Was Griner for Boot a fair trade? Was Griner for Boot a fair trade? I believe that it was not. I'm not saying it shouldn't have been done, but there's no way it's a fair trade. It's a lopsided, it's a lopsided deal. And I'll tell you an exercise that I, I just went through that I'll share with you that I think is very insightful. Instead of thinking about what is being said today in the here and now about this guy, Victor Boot, the arms dealer, I went back and read the New York Times from November 2nd, 2011, and a press release of that day from the Justice Department, by the way, the attorney general at the time was Eric Holder, to read about the trial coverage. The headline, Guilty Verdict for Russian in Arms Trial. I'll just skip around and give you a taste of this. Victor Boot, a former Soviet Air Force officer who became known as the merchant of death for running what American officials have described as an international arms trafficking network, was found guilty on Wednesday of conspiring to sell anti-aircraft missiles and other weapons to men he believed were Colombian terrorists intent on killing Americans. The verdict in federal district court in Manhattan was a rather prosaic end to a nearly two decades spent in the margins of international terrorism and espionage. Mr. Boot has been accused of furnishing weapons to al-Qaeda and the Taliban and into civil wars in Africa and was reputed to have a grasp on present-day Russian intelligence. His legend inspired the 2005 film Lord of War starring Nicolas Cage. The trial was presided over by Judge Shira Scheindlin, by the way, guest of mine, I think here on POTUS and I know on CNN. It took only three weeks, nearly all of it spent by the prosecutors making their case. Mr. Boots' lawyer did not present any witnesses. The jury took less than two days to find Mr. Boot guilty of all four charges. Now, that's an interview I want to do. I want to do an interview with the jurors who convicted him. I would love to hear their reaction. Hey, you sat there for a trial that lasted three weeks. You heard all the evidence presented. You convicted him. What do you think of this exchange that just took place? The jury found that Mr. Boot believed that the men he and his associates 
had been communicating with for months were, as prosecutors stressed, waging war against the Colombian government and its Americans, American collaborators. In fact, the men with whom Boot and his former associate, Andrew Smulian, had been orchestrating a deal were undercover Drug Enforcement Administration informants. Preet Bahara, the United States attorney in Manhattan, said justice was being done and putting a quote-unquote very dangerous man behind bars. As the evidence, this is a quote from Bahara. As the evidence at trial showed, Victor Boot was ready to sell weapons, an arsenal, was willing to sell a weapons arsenal that would be the envy of some small countries. He aimed to sell those weapons to terrorists for the purpose of killing Americans. There's more to it, but you get the gist of it, right? And then the Justice Department presser that was put out that day, international arms dealer Victor Boot convicted in New York of terrorism crimes. It says between November of 2007 and March of 2008, Boot agreed to sell to the FARC millions of dollars worth of weapons, including 800 surface-to-air missiles, 30,000 AK-47 firearms, 10 million rounds of ammunition, five tons of C-4 plastic explosives, ultralight planes outfitted with grenade launchers and unmanned aerial vehicles. He agreed to sell the weapons to two confidential sources working with the DEA, who represented that they were acquiring them for the FARC with the specific understanding that the weapons were to be used to attack U.S. helicopters in Colombia. So that's who we're talking about here. Uh, I kept hearing yesterday in the uh, the reportage of this and some of the exchanges with the White House that, you know, look, we would have liked to have had a deal where it would have been not only Griner, but also Paul Whelan, who's the ex-Marine who's being held by the Russians, but the answer to that was no. So it was, do we take the swap of Brittany Griner for boot or do we do nothing? Well, they could have done nothing. I know that then sounds cold and callous, especially at this time of year, because it's, it's a ridiculous charge that she faces. I get all that. But maybe the option was to say no and wait for a better opportunity where you get more if you're really going to hand this guy back. It doesn't seem like rocket science to figure out why he'd be so valued by Putin now. Putin's at war, and he needs armaments. And here's a real stunner. According to John Bolton, if it came from Trump himself, I'd be dubious, but it comes from Bolton, and I don't think that Bolton would have any reason to inject himself into this fray and lie. He says, Bolton says, that Trump turned down a boot for Whelan deal. Forget Griner, that had not yet happened, right? She had not yet been taken into custody by the Russians for for a weed charge or whatever it is. Bolton is saying that Trump turned down a boot for Whelan deal. Like, that wasn't enough because boot is believed to be such a bad guy. I've got a number of audio cuts for you to listen to, and uh, and we'll talk about this a little bit, and I hope that you'll you'll be voting at Smirconish.com on it. First, the President of the United States. Well, good morning, folks, and it is a good morning. Moments ago, standing together with her wife, Sherelle, uh, in the Oval Office, I spoke with Brittany Griner. She's safe. She's on a plane. She's on her way home. After months of being unjustly detained in Russia, held under intolerable circumstances. Brittany will soon be back in the arms of her loved ones, and uh, and she should have been there all along. Landed in uh, Texas this morning. I'm thrilled for her. Thrilled for her. I don't want to be a Debbie Downer, but we, we, we want to be objective and analyze what just went on here, right? 
Corrine Jean-Pierre yesterday fielding questions at the White House. Here were our choices. Our choices was uh, Brittany or no one at all. Bringing home one American or no American at all. And, and that's a professional that's, athlete. We gave up a prolific arms dealer who was convicted of trying to kill Americans, who was called the merchant of death. The professional athlete is also an American citizen. So let's not forget that. I mean, that is the issue. That was Peter Ducey. You probably recognize the voice. And, and he was making the point that I'm making in part by reading to you the old clips about the conviction of Victor Boot. Yes, she's an American. She's an American basketball player. He's an arms dealer. He's a bad guy. He's a bad guy. Uh, Interestingly, I don't know how this is possible. Maybe they do this for propaganda purposes is to allow Whalen incarcerated in Russia access to a phone. But he called CNN yesterday. They've always considered me to be at a higher level um, than other criminals um, of my sort. And um, for whatever reason, uh, I'm treated differently than another criminal. individual here from a western country that's also on a charge of espionage so even though we're both here for espionage um, i'm treated much differently than he is and my treatment is also much different than um, others held for espionage at other prisons i have a lot of coverage of this posted at smirconish.com it made the cut for the newsletter today there's a politico piece that talks about the painful decision that the president had to make In securing Brittany Griner's release, quote, in the last few weeks, President Joe Biden was presented with a one or none choice. Bring Brittany Griner home now or risk leaving both her and fellow American Paul Whelan, whose voice you just heard, in Russian custody. So Biden made the very painful decision to release a man charged with conspiring to kill Americans to secure the basketball star's release, a senior administration official said. While Biden scored a major diplomatic victory, he again disappointed the Whelan family that has waited four years to embrace him. The scramble that ensued between the U.S. and Russia to finalize the remaining details resulted in a movie-like scene unfolding Thursday morning on the Abu Dhabi tarmac. That's kind of wild footage to see because you see Griner and Boot not acknowledging one another. Who knows if they even knew who the other was? He probably did because of the attention that her case has received and and like ships in the night like a scene out of you know one of the Jason Bourne movies there they are on the tarmac uh you know headed in opposite directions uh something else that we posted at smirconish.com today is a an NPR piece who is Victor Boot I just gave you a taste of that already it's the NPR coverage that says trained by the Soviet military as a linguist Boot began acquiring Soviet military transport planes and loaded them up with weapons. The U.S. says he sold them all over the world. Various reports have linked him to wars in Afghanistan, Angola, Congo, Lebanon, Somalia, Yemen, and more. You can understand, as I said, why Putin would want him back, especially now. And then there's a Washington Post piece. Who is Paul Whelan? Paul Whelan, 52, is a Marine-turned-corporate security executive who was convicted of espionage and is serving a 16-year sentence in a Russian prison. He's a citizen of four countries, the United States, Canada, Britain, and Ireland. He was a former sheriff's deputy and served several tours in Iraq as an active-duty reservist. He was discharged from the Marines for bad conduct in 2008 after being convicted of charges relating to larceny, according to military and court records. 
He then spent over a decade working as a corporate security expert. At the time of his arrest, he was a corporate security director at Borg Warner, a Michigan-based automotive parts supplier. So why was he in Russia? Well, in June of 2020, he was sentenced to 16 years of hard labor in a Russian prison for espionage in a trial that he had argued was politically motivated and heightened tensions between the two countries. His attorney said that his client unwittingly received a flash drive containing state secrets while visiting Russia for a wedding in 2018. Foreign Secretary Sergei Lavrov said that Whalen was caught red-handed during a spy mission. He was arrested December 28, 2018 in a Moscow hotel. He said that he thought the flash drive that he had received from an acquaintance contained holiday photos. Whalen, his family, and the U.S. government had repeatedly stated that the charges are baseless and that he was framed. John Bolton, uh, responding to all of these events on CBS yesterday, had the following observation. Well, uh, obviously, there's there's a lot of uh, very understandable human emotion here in getting uh, uh, Griner released. But uh, this is a very bad mistake by the Biden administration. That This is not a deal. This is not a swap. This is a surrender. And terrorists and rogue states all around the world will take note of this, and it endangers other Americans in the future who can be grabbed and used as bargaining chips uh, by people who don't have the same morals and scruples that we do. Uh, there are occasions when you swap spies. Uh, uh, obviously, there are legitimate exchanges of prisoners of war. Uh, but this this doesn't even approximate that. The, the idea that somehow what uh, Brittany Griner did, very foolishly in my estimate, but the, that whatever she did compares to Victor Boot uh, is, is, uh, is something that shows... Uh, just how desperate the administration was to make this deal, um, and uh, and and I'm I'm just uh, very worried about the effect it has and the danger that it can put many other Americans in all around the world. I have to say, I agree with with that take on what just transpired. Happy for her personally, you know, thrilled that she's back with her family. But was it a was it a fair trade? And in the this would have been a good poll question. Was it in the best interest of the United States? to have a grinder for boot trade. And I think Bolton makes a good point where he says, you, you know, you got to worry about other Americans and uh, traveling. And, and now this will be incentivizing to our enemies. The audio was great, TC. I don't thank you enough for cutting it. Thank you for cutting it. I felt like a real newscast. Like this was like a that? real running, radio running program. through the day's audio. Yes, and uh, John Bolton said this and Corrine Jean-Pierre cut, said that. Cut 27A, please. <clears throat> Good job. This is the Smirconish Podcast from Sirius XM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. 
Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. You might be right. It's simple, but something you almost never hear in politics today, with each side more concerned about scoring political points than solving problems. I'm Bill Haslam, a Republican. And I'm Phil Bredesen, a Democrat. We're former Tennessee governors, and we invite you to listen to our podcast, You Might Be Right. Join us and guests like Al Gore, Paul Ryan, Judy Woodruff, as we take on important issues facing our country. Listen and subscribe to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124, and on the SXM app. I heard an interview that uh, CNN had with Boot from years ago, and he was asked in it, did you ever meet bin Laden? And he said, if I can find it, I'll find it. Or more accurately, if DC can find it, we'll play it. Where he says something like, I've never had the pleasure. I never had the pleasure. It may, and, and it could have just been a uh, you know poor grasp of English no, sort of thing. Like he meant to simply say, no, I didn't. But the way he worded it was was kind of chilling, was kind of chilling. Uh, thank you for all these calls. Let's do this. OK, John, you're in Michigan. What did you most want to say? Hey, Mike, thanks for taking my call. Sorry, sure. in the middle of eating breakfast. Um, no worries. So I think there's an ulterior motive and uh, for Victor, I think that. The Russians know that this isn't going to go over well politically here in the U.S., and it'll turn out the vote for the Republicans, and uh, that's to the benefit of the Russians currently. Well, if they believe that, they don't know how limited and short our attention spans are. Like, you you mean in 2024? I would would, would agree. Sorry? You mean in 2024? Yeah, and I think, you know, if you look at... We do, you know, a short attention span for some things. But then if you look at the Republican side of politics, they seem to have a long attention span for some really silly things. And I don't know if this is silly, like this is serious, but this is more serious than some of the silly things. And I think that, you know, Republicans kind of can kind of hang their hat on this being one of their talking points. Could be. I mean, could be. I, I guess I would respond and enjoy breakfast and thank you. I guess I would respond by saying that I don't think Afghanistan was a factor in the midterms. I don't think that the withdrawal from Afghanistan, similar kind of national security implications, fires up the GOP base. I don't think that was a factor because there's so many other factors. I said to TC this morning that I'm really struggling to keep up with the news, that there are so many things that interest me that I've not had opportunity to discuss with all of you this week. I'll give you a great example. I'm totally taken with the Whitey Bulger story. And although I posted it at Smirconish.com, the way in which like the whole the whole, you know, Con Air population knew the guy was coming. They, they knew. knew it. They knew he's in a wheelchair. And I, I, you know, I'm not looking to evoke sympathy for Whitey Bulger, but the way he met his demise it was like, holy crap. Well, they were taking bets, right, on how long he would last. Yeah, there's like an over under. Um, and, 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 and the prison system. Twelve minutes, right? To- yes. Yeah. And like the guy leaves is the guy leaves the the I was going to say the dorm leaves the cell. He doesn't come back. And within seconds, you know, others show up. It's grisly. My point is there's a lot going on. We live in a 24 seven news cycle. You got to feed the beasts of the cable outlets. 
And there's a lot of other stuff going on that competes for our attention. Uh, Philip is in Atlanta, Georgia. Greetings, Philip. What did you want to say? Hey, yeah, I think um, so. Look, it, I, I don't think um, it, it's it's equal. Um, I mean, I would much rather you know have had you know Brittany Griner and uh, Paul Whelan for this uh, guy boot. But uh, a couple points that I don't hear being made um, a lot is. One of them is that, first of all, Paul Whelan, look, I, I, I think the guy is wrongfully detained. I think he should be back. Um, and I think it's atrocious that he's gotten such a, a lengthy sentence for, for something that's, that's, you know, clearly ridiculous. But I was in the military. He's in the military. And, you know, when we raise our hand and we sign up, we, we know, we're, we're kind of signing up to know that bad things can happen to us. You know I mean? We, 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 we go out there knowing that. And, again, I am not condoning Russia's sentence of him, and I think he needs to come back. But you got to look at that conversely to Brittany Griner. She's, you know, a lesbian, uh, a, a basketball star, African-American in, in a country that, you know, doesn't look highly on that kind of stuff. And she's a civilian, you know. So for her to get nine years for the equivalent of a cigarette, you know, um, and be out I get, there. In a, I get your point. I get your point. Yeah, yeah. I get I your think, point that it to it comes with the turf wrongly but it comes with the turf for some who select a career path and she didn't is what you're saying i i had a a thought when i went to commercial break a few minutes ago uh lo and behold cnn puts up on the screen what i just described what which was that moment in abu dhabi where he's going in one direction boot and griner is going the other and they sort of iso and circled each and i said aloud I wonder what's going through her mind. Like, like, how the hell did I ever get in into the middle of this? I just took a little bit of, of you know, cannabis oil. I'm a basketball player, and now, like, an arms dealer is, is being traded for me. This is crazy. With regard to Whelan, I, I, all I know is what I read, and what I read is that, you know, he was out, and he was now, you know, doing security work for an auto manufacturer from the Midwest. I always look at that and I think, yeah, he's probably still on the inside somehow, but that's my speculation. Um, maybe it doesn't even matter because you're saying given his background, he should have known if he's going to travel on business to Russia, this could happen to him. Uh, that, that's correct. And also, you know, with respect to Victor Boot, I mean, if, if anybody thinks that the U.S. military or, or excuse me, intelligence agencies don't have a scope on this guy, I mean, you're, you're crazy. Yeah, they released him, but... Trust me, they're going to be looking at him very closely. I don't know if, you know... Uh, yeah, I don't but, know. In he's, he's in Moscow now, and, I, and Putin needs weapons. Putin needs weapons. Yeah. I, I mean, I'm, I'm sure that's why the, the timing of this couldn't be better for, for Vladimir Putin. Ian, you're in Memphis, Tennessee. Greetings. What did you want to say? Hey, good morning. Now, I, first thing I want to say was with, uh, as far as Brittany versus Paul and, and, and Victor and all that, hey, it's kind of like that concept, you know, I'd rather let a thousand guilty guys go free than convict one innocent person especially when that innocent person is an American citizen. You can't put a price on it. I understand the concept of, well, now that he's out, it's like, dude, Vladimir Putin hasn't been fighting with sticks and stones, okay? It's not like they're sitting around the Kremlin, and they're like, oh, man, good thing Victor's out. Now we can use guns in the war. It's like, no. Plus, he's also been on ice for 11 years in American prison under video surveillance. There hasn't been a whole lot of communication that's kept him linked into those networks. you got to eat, drink, and sleep crime to be a successful criminal, and he hasn't been doing that for 10 years. I mean, that's a valid Uh, point. I think it's a valid point to say that that perhaps his network has gone cold and he's not going to be of of such value to Putin. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Well, thank you for that. Keep keep voting, everybody. More phone calls. We'll make it a lightning round when I come back because I want to hear a lot of diverse opinion, which is wonderful. And I want to hear from all of you. 
This is the Smirconish Podcast from SiriusXM. Hey, the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails, and with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers and with available features like the panoramic moonroof. You can sit back and enjoy the wide-open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models, so no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. Visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Is America's primary system working? Is the Electoral College still the best process for electing a president? Could a third-party candidate ever be successful? In a new season of You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen gather the country's top experts to explore these issues and more as we approach the 2024 presidential election. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available now wherever you get your podcasts. Listen to Michael live weekdays on POTUS, Sirius XM Channel 124 and on the SXM app. Yesterday, nearly 20,000 voted. Was Zelensky the appropriate choice for the 2022 Time Person of the Year? 95% said yes, he was. Steve, checking in from New York, what's that one thing you wanted to tell me about the Griner for boot trade? Uh, real quick, I just don't think it would have been, either way, it wouldn't have been a, a win for the administration. Uh, while I think it's not a fair trade, I'm sure there would have been a leak, and then the right would have gone about how Biden left somebody behind anyway. Oh, if the point is that that he was damned if he did and damned if he didn't in the eyes of his critics, that's for sure. I mean, that's that's every single day. Like, oh, my God, he left. He left. And she would no longer be, you know, the lesbian uh, black basketball player. She'd be like an American. He left this American. I get that. I get that. But remove that. There's a legitimate issue here for us to discuss as to whether we got the, the short end of the stick. And I think we did. In terms, again, if I ask this as, was it in America's best interest to make this deal? The answer would be clearly no, right? We all have compassion for Brittany Griner. We're thrilled for her that she's back. But got to step back a little bit now and, and evaluate what just went on. Charles, did that caller just steal your thunder? Um, yeah, no, but my question to you, and Mike, I love your show, but if you were the president of the United States and that was thrown in your face, what would you have done? What decision would you have made? I would have said no for a while and hoped that then we could get more uh, out of Putin. And I don't know for how long we were saying no. The way in which and the reason I played that cut from 
the White House spokesperson is because it, it sounded as if the Russians said, no, we're not giving you both. We're going to give you just the basketball player. And we're like, all right, I guess we'll take that deal. I, I would like I, I hope we drove a harder bargain. I guess that's my point. All right. So, you know what? I, I'm glad that you, you stood on your square and that's all I got to say. And you have a good weekend. I mean, Charles, Charles, maybe, maybe nine months later, maybe nine months later, I'd have said, all right, deal's deal's not a good deal, but we're taking it because I want her home. Yeah, but you don't know if you you don't know if that's going to be on the table next week or nine months. Also true. Also true. Yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. I don't. Thank you, sir. Appreciate it. Jim in New Jersey. Hi, Jim. Hi. Listen, I I think one thing. Biden has a lot of guts. He he evaluates things, and it doesn't seem to me that he really thinks about or thinks too much about the political outcome. He just does what he feels is right, which I think is something that we need. I also want to say one other thing, though. Paul Whelan, and I feel for him, and I hope he comes home tomorrow, but he was dishonorably discharged. He does not have veteran status under the law. He was dishonorably discharged from the Marines for a felony. And he's being touted as some kind of Marine hero. Uh, he lost his heroic status. I'm sorry. So I, uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I get it. I, I, I think everything you just said is fair. And I, I noted the larceny charge that caused his dishonorable discharge. I also don't know... You know, is he uh, what was that movie? Uh, Dirty Dozen. Is he a guy who then was given another shot to help his country and somehow was playing a role? I, I'm not buying into the idea that he worked for an auto manufacturer in Michigan and, you know, he was working on that kind of business. There's a, a guy who's I haven't seen him in many, many years, but he's a friend of mine. His name is Dave Christian. TC knows him. He was he was the recipient Captain of Christian. He was, if not the most highly decorated Vietnam War veteran, one of them. Yes. I want to tell you that he has like nine purple hearts, some such thing. I mean, staggering. And to see him to see him wearing a chest full of medals is is really quite a sight. Mm. Dave's the kind of guy uh, that I just and we would joke about it. You know, because he he would be on the the program and talking uh, years after his Vietnam service, he would be on the program talking about some issue relative to the war on terror, and he'd be calling in from overseas, and I'd I'd ask him what are you up to? He's just like a guy who was never going to be out. He never was out. never going to be out. No. He was always going to somehow be fighting for his country. Maybe Whelan's one of these guys. I don't know. I I, I just don't know. This is going to this is going to anger me if if this is true. This just flew by. This is why I love having these TVs in front of us, TC. What flew by? Okay, so it just flew by on Fox. Have you seen the image? It's another of these New York crime stories where oh, there's no. footage. It's not a it's not a subway somebody getting shoved. It's the per, it's the guy who pulls out of like a waistband, a baseball bat and just without any provocation clocks someone in the back of the head Jesus. and the chiron just said that he's been released on bail Uh-oh. that that will be that'll be horrible if that's true okay let me look it so up. Lo- look that up as well uh pennsylvania this is paul checking in where is he there he is hi paul you wanted to say what on this swap well i'm glad he's home but i got a sneaking suspicion that uh, this Russian arms dealer has a drone strike in his future. Then look, I'll let him get away. 
they're gonna he's gonna walk out one day and get greeted by one of those uh, missiles. I can't imagine no that I can't imagine that he'd be so foolish as to leave Moscow proper or Russia generally. I, I just. Uh, where, did, where did where did I say we got him in like Thailand or some such thing uh, when he was first? I cannot imagine that he would ever leave the comfort of Russia. Where where was it? Uh, even Mr. Bout's arrest and extradition were theatrical. He was taken. OK, he was taken into custody in Bangkok, in Thailand, March 2008, after being ensnared in a foreign sting operation run by the DEA, his extradition to the U.S., which Russian officials strenuously opposed, took more than two and a half years. So, but I do get your point. I do get your point. Tony, greetings. You too are in Pennsylvania. What did you want to say? Hey, good morning, Michael. I think I'm just echoing a lot of what uh, your callers are saying. I think you might be stuck in the echo chamber. I don't believe that this Russian guy is going to have any kind of ability to do anything anymore. He's been out of the game way too long. Uh, Also, you know, I just think, an American coming home is a great thing, and we're just going to continue to argue about things, and, you know, that doesn't help anything. I don't I, know how we're going to get back to being, you know, a, a, a solid nation again, but I, Fox I promise, and MSNBC and all those places just don't help. You know, okay, I well, I told – of, of course I buy into that. But let me, let me just say, if I'm in an echo chamber on this, it's an echo chamber of my own creation. What What was most impactful to me was to go back and read the accounts – of a decade ago when he was actually put on trial and to learn some of the detail of exactly what his crimes were. And then I formed my opinion that this was an unfair swap. I'm thrilled. She's home sure, for I get her that. thrilled. I, I get that. But I think also we need to, you know, stop being experts in all of these things and just understand that international politics is not something that's easy and or easily uh, done. And when things happen, if we don't like them, okay, we don't like them. But to say that there's unfairness, I, I don't know. We can go that far. Uh, we're not. We're not close enough to it. And I, I hear don't you. Think it's there, fair. There's there's Period. plenty more that we don't know. But let me just say this: I'm not. I'm not here worked into a lather. I'm not thumping my chest in opposition to the Biden. I'm just commenting on what is the story of the day. And I've already expressed to you what my opinion is. Hear more of Michael Smirconish on Sirius XM's POTUS, Channel 124. Live weekdays from 9 a.m. to noon east or anytime on the SXM app. Connect with Michael on Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and at Smirconish.com. Michael Smirconish for Independent Minds. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Can you remember a time when you thought someone you disagreed with might actually be right? In the new podcast, You Might Be Right, former Tennessee governors Bill Haslam and Phil Bredesen pose that question to guests like Paul Ryan, Al Gore, and Judy Woodruff. Come for the stories, stay for the substance and expert insights into some of the most challenging issues facing the country, including affordable housing, crime, and education. Listen to You Might Be Right, a new podcast from the Baker School at the University of Tennessee, available wherever you get your podcasts.